You can get this full audiobook for free on Amazon, by clicking on the link in the description. Is brought to you, by the book guide. They weren't smart, and they weren't proficient. They didn't withdraw, and no one tried to circle around. Instead, the center guy took another step forward, alone. He dropped into some kind of generic martial arts stance, let out a high-pitched wail, fainted a jab to the stranger's face, then launched a reverse punch to the solar plexus. The stranger brushed it aside with the back of his left hand and punched the guy's biceps with his right, his middle knuckle extended. The guy shrieked and jumped back, his axillary nerve overloaded and his arm temporarily useless. You should walk away, the stranger said, before you hurt yourself. The guy sprang forward. He made no attempt at disguise this time. He just twisted into a wild roundhouse punch with his good arm. The stranger leaned back. The guy's fist sailed past. The stranger watched it go, then drove his knuckle into the meat of the guy's triceps. Both his arms were now out of action. Walk away, the stranger said, while you still can. The guy lunged. His right leg rose, his thigh first, then his foot, pivoting at the knee, going for maximum power, aiming for the stranger's groin, but not getting close, because the stranger countered with a kick of his own, a sneaky one, straight and low, directly into the guy's shin, just as it reached maximum speed, bone against toe cap. The stranger's shoes, the only thing about him that wasn't scruffy, Bought in London years ago, layer upon layer of leather and polish and glue, seasoned by time, hardened by the elements, and now as solid as steel. The guy's ankle cracked. He screamed and shied away. He lost his balance and couldn't regain it without the use of his arms. His foot touched the ground. The fractured ends of the bone connected. They grated together. Pain ripped through his leg. It burned along every nerve, way more than his system could handle. He remained upright for another half-second, already unconscious. Then he toppled onto his back and lay there, as still as a fallen tree. The remaining two guys turned and made for the car. They kept going past its front doors, past its rear doors, all the way around the back. The trunk lid popped open. One of the guys dropped out of sight, the shorter one. Then he reappeared. He was holding something in each hand, like a pair of baseball bats, only longer, and thicker and squarer at one end. Pickaxe handles. Effective tools in the right hands. He passed one to the taller guy, and the pair strode back, stopping about four feet away. Say we break your legs. The taller guy licked his lips. You could still answer questions, but you'd never walk again, not without a cane. So stop dicking us around. Get in the car. Let's go. The stranger saw no need to give them another warning. He'd been clear with them from the start, and they were the ones who'd chosen to up the ante.